0: And you're listening to... Just Just Ghoulie Things! Woo! Hey Boo-Things, and welcome back to Just Ghoulie Things, the quarantine spooky story special, episode 16. And we are your beautiful hosts, Rebecca and Lily.
1: Hey!
0: So, uh, we have some interesting stories for you today. Let's just get right into
1: it. Let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. So, my first story is called our sweet ghost cat did you do this one no i haven't i'm gonna ask before all of them
0: (laughs) no i have not done the ghost cat which is weird for me not to have done that one but
1: (laughs) so um i've only shared these with a few close friends since i don't want people thinking i'm crazy but i know what i feel this is a series of occurrences that led me to believe i have a ghost cat in my apartment (laughs) okay First time was when I was recently moved into my apartment. About a month after, I was getting ready for work in the morning when I noticed my cat playing with a shoelace in the hall. In the hall, there is a small closet. My cat was playing with the shoelace in front of the closet door when I see something white swipe from under the door, almost like a cat trying to get the shoelace from the other side. My cat saw it, too, and she stopped what she was doing to stare at the bottom of the door. I immediately thought it was my other cat who has white paws, so I opened the door to check. Nothing.
0: Ooh
1: second time was a few months later. My boyfriend and I were trying to fall asleep in bed around 11 p.m. when we hear t- <laughs> tiny footsteps run, then jump onto our futon couch in the living room. It sounded small, just like a cat randomly running and jumping on the couch. We both looked at each other as both of our cats were in bed with us and our dog is crated at night. He said, what was that? I said, I don't know. So he went to check, but saw nothing. The, th- the third time... Uh, We had a guest in our home. I usually leave a box or two out for my cats when I get a new package since they both love them. So I had one in the middle of our dining room. My friend, my boyfriend, and I were in the living room watching a show when we hear the box slide, almost as if a cat jumped into it. I looked over, and I actually see the box flaps move, but both of our cats and dogs were in the living room with us. All windows and the sliding door were closed, so we all just kind of looked at each other like, what the fuck? (laughs) The fourth and most recent time was about seven months ago. I randomly woke up in the middle of the night and I remembered I needed to charge my phone. I looked at the time and it was 1.21 a.m. The outlet is right next to my side of the bed, so I just reached over and plugged it in while barely having my eyes open. Then I set my phone down. As I did, I, I saw that... As I did that, I see a shadow on the wall from my nightlight. It's about the size of a cat and it's coming towards me. So I just laid back in bed. I immediately remembered and looked at my feet. Both cats were sound asleep on my bed. I tried really hard to fall asleep after that, but it took me almost an hour. I've had either une- I've had other uneventful occurrences, like leg rubs I feel that I thought was my cat, but ended up being nothing. And something that sounded like a cat jumping off of our couch onto the wood floor when my animals are in the room with me. All my life I've had experiences like these, and at this point they're just expected. That's it. A little ghost cat. I think, I don't know, I feel, do, you like, animal
0: paranormal experiences freak you out or not really?
1: I think it depends, you know what I mean? If it's, like, a demon, you know, wolf, yeah, that would freak me out. But this this one, I think, is kind of cute. It's sweet. It just wants to play and be friends with the other cats, you know? So cute. I love cats. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I'm a cat lady at heart. I know, you know, like, obviously, (laughs) I love Loki, but... Now, my mom has six total cats. I have a cat here.
1: What? She has six cats? Yeah. So,
0: like, we had the OGs, which were Cleo and Pepper. They're still around. They're Mm -hmm. still still hanging on. And Mm -hmm. then when my mom was taking care of this cat that was outside, like, she would just feed her and stuff. She just thought she was, like, a fat cat because, like, she was getting fed by the whole neighborhood. Come to find out she was pregnant and had all her kittens in our little rock wall that we have, like, in the front of our house. And there were five kittens. The one, I don't know what happened to it. Like, it just, like, left or something. And then there were four kittens left. It was two black ones, a gray one, and um, and an orange one. And so the orange one's named Leo. The one black girl is named Boo. The one black boy is Artemis. And then the gray one is Gracie Mae. Oh,
1: that's cute. And they're so
0: sweet. They're such little loving cats, which I was surprised because they're outdoor cats. Um, but, the, yeah, they're little love bugs. They just want attention all the time. And they all, every time Loki comes over, always wants to kick his ass. They, like, yeah. all gang up on him. And Loki is so afraid of the cats that, like, he, like, one day he was in the bathroom. And I was trying to find him, and I couldn't find him, but I could hear him whining. And I fl- his voice leads to the bathroom, where all four cats are blocking in the entranceway to the bathroom. <laughs> and he's just standing there because he doesn't want to, he doesn't realize he can jump over them or, like, just move past them because he's significantly bigger than them. But he, like, was just looking at me like, Mom, move them. Like, I want to get out. It was so cute. It was so fucking cute. Okay. All right. Enough of cute animal talk. This one is titled Something Weird Followed Me From My Dream. This undoubtedly... Is the scariest experience that's ever happened to me, and so far the only spiritual experience I've ever had. I used to live at my grandpa's place. It was cheap and private enough to warrant staying there during my earlier study years, despite the fact that the place had very weird vibes. Something always fell off. I always stay in one of my aunt's childhood bedrooms, a place I'd previously had nightmares in on holiday visits, but that's another story, I guess. This (laughs) incident happened the night after watching The Exorcist, 1973, at a friend's place, which I found to be genuinely unsettling experience. An unpleasant feeling had been sitting with me throughout the day. In my dream, the night after, I found myself strapped into a hospital bed, being wheeled through the old main building of my senior school. The bed would, oh, the bed would wheel many, uh, could wheel past many of the old classrooms I remember studying at, until it stopped at a door in the middle of the hall. By the way, at this point, I wasn't finding the dream scary, just strange, as most dreams are. The door opened, and someone emerged and climbed on top of me, as to lie on the bed beside me. I had just assumed it was one of my younger brothers and paid no mind to it. Then suddenly, the dream stopped. I was awake on my side, my sheets removed. Panic rushed over me as I realized. I felt the weight still of someone lying on the bed beside me. It couldn't have been my brother because he lived in a town that was 1,000 kilometers away with the rest of my family. I tried tried calling for help, but nothing came out. This pressure came around my throat, and I couldn't speak no matter how hard I tried. After letting the panic fade, I prayed in my head for a few minutes, and as soon as I prayed in Jesus' name, the pressure released, and the weight lifted off the bed behind me. One of the last things I noticed was how cold my back was. We weren't in winter yet, but it felt as though the temperature behind me had dropped significantly. The following day, I called my dad, who is a pastor at the local church in my hometown. As I recounted the story to him, he told me he got chills running down his back. It reminded him of an almost identical event that happened to him when he was close to my age. I have not experienced anything like this since almost three years on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact the father even had a similar experience—that's
1: to... what kind of got me. Yeah, <laughs> like it it's runs like in is family. this welcome to genetics. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're all fucking haunted.
0: Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, that's my story. That is my love it. story to begin with. All right.
1: So this one is called Tall Bald Shadow Man in My House. All right. Let's hear I it, Bald Man. I moved into a new house around two and a half years ago. This is this house is located in a somewhat suburb, suburb area. That's hard to say, somewhat suburb area. Somewhat
0: suburb. Some
1: some... <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is also a huge field nearby that leads to flat mountains. My family is native, so we are no stranger to paranormal events. I had never really encountered anything until my eighth grade year. A general rule for me is to never leave my room at night because I am scared of the dark. I never really saw anything, just always had a sense of dread at night context picture a somewhat long hallway at the end is one room my parents and two room on opposite sides of the hall my room and the bathroom at night when i needed to go to the bathroom i still felt dread my parents leave their door open at night so you can see in there will be a window along with a cat tower right next to it as i cross the very short gap between the bathroom and my room i will regretfully glance into their room next to the cat tower would be a tall maybe six foot bald naked man standing there naked you couldn't tell yeah you couldn't tell any features just that there was a shadow okay so i so you couldn't really see much oh, okay, okay. Um, just there was a shadow there and though there were no eyes i just felt as if he was staring at me the fact that he never moved would make you think there was something in the room that was casting a shadow But upon further inspection, one day with my mom and brother, there was nothing that could make that man like Shadow. This inspection was done after five or so months of seeing the man. After this, I can't recall seeing him again, but I do still feel that he wasn't the only being in my house. I'm not looking for karma. I just want someone to explain what I might have seen. Again, he was a tall shadow man who appeared to be bald, not wearing anything. But you couldn't see anything but the outline of a man. I've tried looking online, but all I'm getting is cloaked figures. Thank you. I hope you have the answer I'm looking for.
0: Or it could have been an alien. <gasps> That's, I good don't know. That was the point. first thing. I don't know. It was just an instinct. I first thought maybe it's an alien.
1: Right? Oh, good point. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Because I feel like people think alien and then they think of these like big-eyed creatures with a big head and small torso. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like aliens could have this, have similar characteristics to us. Like, why wouldn't they? Like who says yeah. that aliens look that way? Like, why were they created to look like that in like Hollywood and stuff?
1: And well, yeah, that, that's what I want to know is who came up with the initial, there's probably something on this somewhere with the initial illustration of an alien that, you know, we'll look into it. Yeah. Cause but I'm curious. Yeah. You know, that's that's actually a good point, or like some kind of humanoid, creepy, mm-hmm. spooky, kooky, humanoid,
0: <laughs> spooky, kooky, kooky, All right. So speaking of aliens, um, I have a story, so I'll just go right to that one called "I Saw an Alien Being Up Close and Personal." I just discovered this group, and I think it would be a great place to share some of my paranormal experiences. First, I want to start by telling you guys that this didn't happen in the U.S. You see, I live in Honduras, and what I'm about to tell you happened back in 2004. My brother and I are huge fans of all things aviation, and we live in the capital, pretty close to the main airport. We go there quite often, and this happened right there at the airport, back when the runway hadn't been extended. The day we were doing some old-fashioned plane spotting, I told him, you know, I really want to see a UFO. He laughed and told me I'll be scared. (laughs) About two hours later, we saw some white spears right above the runway. We were in awe watching how they went up and down to the left and right. We got quite scared and decided to leave. That is the example of wishing it into existence, people. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, as we were walking through the grass on our way to the exit, we heard some weird noises as if someone was calling from uh, calling us from some meters away, and then someone or something began to throw small rocks at us. I told him, get the F out of here. We get going, but still had to walk about 500 meters. It was about 5.45 p.m. As we were walking, I turned back and saw uh, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, About 20 meters behind us, there was this weird yellow thing peeking from the grass. The evening sun shined on it, and it was clearly an alien-shaped head with two huge black eyes staring at us, like one of those aliens from uh, Independence Day, the movie, but it was smaller, small enough to hide in the grass. At that point, I froze. I couldn't move my leg my arms, and I had to cover my eyes. My brother saw it too. He was 20 years old at the time and I was 10, so he had more balls than I did. I was pretty. I was praying to God to get me to the exit. He literally had to carry me all the way there. I got a fever when I got home and couldn't sleep at all for five days. Apparently, Tancatan International Airport at Teg, Teguc. Tegucigalpa, I think, te- I don't know, Honduras, <laughs> is a place where you can spot <laughs> UFO activity during the night. But this was something I do not wish anyone to see. It's been 16 years, and I still see that image of this big yellow evil head peeking through the grass. Oh, wow. So, okay, so this person has experienced an alien looking <clears throat> like a typical alien that you see in Hollywood. So maybe yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I'm gonna backtrack. Maybe they've got Hollywood has gotten these images of what aliens look like from people that have actually experienced aliens.
1: Maybe that is how they look.
0: Maybe that is how they look. I don't know. I've never seen an alien. Have you? Uh
1: no, not not that I know of. I've
0: seen UFOs, just not aliens. So I guess that's one thing for the bucket list. You saw I a guess. UFO? Yeah, when I was living in my old town home, um when I was living in my old hometown, townhome, hometown, um, we had an inflatable pool that we would put on the side of our yard every summer. And my dad and I were out there one night and we were just looking at all the planes going oh, by yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You
1: told me this.
0: Yeah, and we talked about it on our episode of UFO No You Didn't, I think, or UFO yeah. No You Don't, I think it's called, season one. Check it out. You'll, you'll know what episode we're talking about. You'll see something about UFOs being referred. That was a good episode, too, actually
1: but uh yeah all right so this one is called my dining room chair kept moving anyone who knows me knows this story after lurking for weeks i think i'm going to post it here as well it happened a few years ago me and my long-term boyfriend had broken up a couple months prior and i stayed in the apartment while he left the time after the breakup was hard and i did a lot of stupid shit but my life at this point had quietly started to get back to normal I saw my friends often, but when I was feeling alone in my apartment, I couldn't help but feel lonely, as I was used to another person being there 24-7. It all started when I was visiting my parents. I had a friend come by and feed my cat while I was gone. He sometimes slept there as it was closer to his work than his own place was. He texted me right before I left to go home and asked if someone else had a key to my apartment. I said no and asked why. He's had, he said some weird shit was happening, something about a chair moving, but I brushed it off because I was stressed about traveling. My parents live in another country, so it's a long journey, and I had come home very late. I noticed one of the dining room chairs was pulled out. I thought my friend was messing with me, but it, I, thought, I thought my friend was messing with me. I put it back and went back to sleep. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night to pee. I got up, and I walked out of my bedroom, and, I imme- and my eye immediately went to the pitch black dining room. The chair was pulled out. It freaked me the hell out, and I had trouble going back to sleep. I know it wasn't my friend messing with me. I'm a very light sleeper and my front door is old and heavy and I would have woken up if someone had tried to sneak in. I spent the next day searching my apartment, every nook and cranny. I thought maybe someone was already inside and seeing as I lived alone, this was creepy as hell. But no, I found nothing. I've lived there a couple of years and stuff like that has never happened before. I decided to leave the chair out, trying to ignore it, telling myself it was no big deal. But sometimes when I woke up in the morning or got home late at night, the chair had moved again. I I think this is the same chair moving every time too, which is kind of spooky. Yeah. Um, it moved closer and closer to the wall until it was close up against it. I tried to ignore it, but as I said, I was alone and it really creeped me out. I thought maybe I was crazy, but my cat did something that made me think I wasn't imagining it. She has my she has a favorite toy, and she always that she always brings me she puts it next to me if i'm watching tv cooking sleeping and sometimes it's placed on the front door waiting for me to get home it's kind of cute how cute is that
0: it is adorable
1: one day i came home and it was placed on the dining room table in front of the moving chair no it freaked me out because that kind of confirmed that she knew something was there i learned to live with the thought of something being there for the next for the next few weeks, like, so what if someone is using my chair? I was pretty calm about it until it came into my bedroom. When I showered in that apartment, I would undress in my bedroom, leaving my clothes on my bed, shower with the door open so my cat could sit in the bathroom window and go naked into my bedroom again. One evening, I came back into my bedroom and found my sweater on the floor across the room, not where I left it, and my cat had been with me the whole time. I brushed it off again, thinking maybe I did leave it there by mistake, even though I knew that wasn't the case the last time something unusual happened in the apartment was in the middle of the night a few weeks after it had started i woke up suddenly and found myself to be instantly wide awake i felt my cat walking behind my back as she gently pulled the covers and breathed on my arm i reached out behind me to pet her but couldn't feel anything but the bed i turned around and turned on the light she wasn't there she was lying on the foot of my bed, just waking up as I turned on the lights and looked at me like I was an idiot for doing so. <laughs> yeah,
0: that sounds like a
1: cat. Yeah, total cat move. <laughs> Chills went down my spine, and I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. The thought of something I couldn't explain being in the bedroom with me made me so scared. After that, there wasn't much activity. I often woke up at 3 or 4 a.m., but nothing other than that. Some of my friends tried talking to whatever was there while recording and such, but I... Th- But I think it had already moved on at that point. I don't believe it was evil. I think it had something to do with my friend who looked after my cat. His mother died the year before, so I thought this maybe was her, but I don't know. All I know is that I was alone and lonely, and stuff moved around on its own with no explanation. And to those of you who think my cat did all of this, no, it wasn't her. I've had her a long time. She doesn't know how to move chairs.
0: (laughs) Imagine, like, you just catch the cat in the middle, just, like, with his two front paws, just pushing this chair, getting caught, like, fuck. Uh, uh, I can explain.
1: <laughs> you're home early.
0: <laughs> but that is true. I mean, she didn't have any paranormal experiences until this person came to the house to, you know, yeah. check on everything. And then, I mean, it's, I mean, it clearly doesn't seem like a malicious spirit. The only thing that was just creepy was that it was breathing on her arm. But I don't know situations like that they're freaky but they definitely don't seem like something that should be concerning or alarming to the person experiencing it
1: exactly exactly it seems rather harmless i mean it was moving a fucking chair and like i I don't know the 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 breathing and feeling like it was in my room with me would have gotten me probably definitely
0: yeah the moving of things doesn't bother me it's if i physically feel something is what freaks me out for sure exactly all right, so my next story is called as titled Psychic Resident. I work as a as a carer in a retirement home and I've done So, for around six years now. After leaving school, I got an apprenticeship at my current workplace, which lasted around 18 months. Basically, I got to work in all aspects of the job, from cleaning to organizing events, so I could decide what exactly I wanted to do. My first week was cleaning with my now-great friend, Lisa, who's been working here 40-plus years. She told me how one of the ladies on the dementia wing always knew when one of the residents was going to die. I didn't believe her at first. I just thought she was winding me up, since we always had a good laugh together. After a year or so, I decided to—I wanted to be a carer specifically for the residents suffering from dementia. My first day working on dementia ward is when I met Lily.
1: The other, ah!
0: <laughs> the other nurses on shift told me they'd been certain she only had days left to live until they found her that morning on her bedroom floor doing the crab walk, with no idea how she got there. <laughs> honestly, oh God! Honestly, that creeped the heck out of me. She was back to her usual self within days, and that's when I got super close to her. She's the most fiery, headstrong, stubborn person I've ever met, and I adore her. (laughs) One afternoon, she asked me to help her use the bathroom, except once we got there, she told me she didn't really need to go. She just wanted to get me alone so she could speak to me about something. Lily sometimes thinks that she's at school, and I'm one of her school friends, so I just assumed she was going to tell me some childish secret or ask me to help her with some work. Nope. She looked me dead in the eyes and said, room 76 hasn't got long. (laughs) I asked her what she meant, casual, and and she told me she knew that the person in that room would die soon. I asked how she knew, and she told me that Albert told her, Albert being her husband who died in World War II. Obviously, dementia patients get confused and say strange things all the time, so I tried my best to ignore it. A few weeks later, I came back after the weekend only to be told one of our residents had sadly passed away. The resident lived in room 76. Lily never mentioned it again, so I just pushed it down to it being a huge, creepy coincidence. Yeah.
1: Not long yeah. after
0: that, let's just say I drank too much and made mistakes with an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> only to have Lily congratulate me on my pregnancy a few months later. Oh. At that point, I hadn't told anyone I was pregnant and wasn't showing a bump or any kind of symptoms. I don't know how in the world she could have possibly known. She also tells me that the retirement home is full of all different types of ghosts, mostly of residents who've passed away here, and she speaks to them regularly. She's predicted three other deaths of residents that have come true, and twice we've used... We had to have strong words with her about why she shouldn't tell visitors that their loved ones are about to die. (laughs) She also sees the dead relatives of our residents who are in the process of dying. She'll watch in the living room and tell us their spouse, parents, etc. have just gone into their room, or sometimes she'll get super, super scared and refuse to tell anyone what she's seen. As I said before, she has dementia, so this could all just be a crazy coincidence, but I honestly think she's just a super special lady with a super special gift.
1: Oh, I like that
0: one. That is crazy, right?
1: And that yeah. just. I mean, yeah. I don't like the part about her telling people that their family members are going to die, yeah. but, like, other
0: than that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, so, uh,. You know the person you've been visiting here looks completely fine. Like things are getting getting for the better. Yeah, no, he's gonna die tomorrow. Sorry, tough <laughs> break. But that's crazy to me too because I I mean that I, I've heard experiences where people that are passing on they start to see their family members start coming to them again right before, kind of as like mm-hmm. validating and getting closure before they pass. Mm-hmm. She's saying that like they, that she sees these people's families all the time like right before these people pass that she sees like the husband or she sees the father or the mother of these people so i feel like that verifies that theory that your loved ones come to you before you pass away
1: so we must protect lily at all costs and (sighs) i'm not just saying that because she has the same name hashtag protect
0: lily (laughs) all right lil what's your next story
1: the story is called just some stuff that's happened to me (laughs) casual yeah right i've had a relationship with spirits for as long as i can remember long story short my neighbors had a cat that died in a house fire and just to clarify we did not have a cat at that time well a few months after the fire my parents were brushing their teeth and saw the cat run across the room the cat appeared several times and would disappear right in front of our eyes i was two years old at the time and i would complain about the kitty scratching me i don't know if it's now just on my mind playing tricks on me Uh, But I've seen several phantom cats. Also, around the same time, I complained that I saw what I called a whoop, which would float above my bed and yell whoop at me. (laughs) Now, I don't remember any of this, but my parents swear by it. Fast forward six years and I'm living in the country. In that house, my whole family saw and heard things and everything broke. It went so far that we actually had our house blessed. We moved out for unrelated reasons. Now I moved into a newly built house, but the house I lived in before was just the worst. (laughs) One day I was lying on my parents' bed waiting for something rather I can't remember. But right next to me, I heard a female voice say, I am Jezebel or another J name. I ran the frick out of there. (laughs) On a multitude of occasions, I heard people calling my name while I was alone. I often would see shadows in the mirror and once even saw one head-on. It was tall, almost to the ceiling, wearing a dark coat. It didn't feel mean, and it vanished. Uh, That's just some of what I've seen and felt. I brought all this to my parents, and they swear that's just the music that I listen to, making me paranoid or some crap. (laughs) I think they even said once that me listening to metal has invited demons into my life. For any of those wondering, I have opened my third eye and I think that I have the sight because for the most part, no one has seen what I have. I also have dabbled in astral projection and chaos magic. Has, has doing this invited evil into my life? These occurrences have happened more often. Thanks for listening to my rant. Any help would be appreciated.
0: Wait, what was that called? Chaos? Wait, what was it called again? Chaos? Uh...
1: Just some stuff that's happened to me.
0: So weird so freaking weird
1: i think that i don't think it's the music or whatever because it was happening when the person was a baby too
0: yeah yeah so it's definitely that this person you think is a sensitive or
1: yeah empath that's what i think Def. i i
0: could definitely see that for sure and it seems like there's just so many like different experiences but your stories all seem to be tied to cat today
1: holy shit
0: hashtag just kitty things Just kidding things. All right, well, so I'm going to read this story. Um, It is story of my experiences in my house. So a rather long post. So strap in. All right. The house I rent has spooky things that happen inside. All three of my kids and myself were experiencing things at the same time, but never spoke up about it until one night when all confirmed the strange things happening. It started when my oldest came out from the shower, and she was disturbed by something that had happened. When she described it, she was in the shower when she heard a faint whisper coming from the drain calling out for her. She said she wasn't sure that she had even heard anything at all until she leaned in closer, and the voice became more clear and almost more demanding. She immediately came out of the shower to tell us, knowing she would sound crazy. We, however, had a very different reaction than what she thought we would. We all started talking about what we've experienced. My two other kids reported knocking on the doors, and when they opened it, nobody was there. I had experienced a dark figure in the corner of my eye when I was playing video games at night. It felt almost as if it was watching me. Every time I would try to look towards it, it would be gone, so I just tried to pass it off as my imagination or paranoia. My middle child claimed that she couldn't open the bathroom door one time when it was clearly unlocked. She was trapped for about five or ten minutes. Over the course of the next five years, we would have more experiences. I remember one time my mother came to visit us for the week. When she was about to leave, she was putting on her earrings when she dropped one on the floor. We heard it physically drop and went to look for it. We looked everywhere and four years later have still never found it. My two youngest daughters heard screaming out of one of their windows. They went to look outside thinking there were children playing and nobody was there. My oldest daughter went out to the kitchen late at night and saw a dark figure in the window that appeared to be a 12-year-old boy. She thought it was a shadow, but the strangest part was that it looked like the shadow was coming from the house.
1: Um, Oh, God!
0: Yeah. uh, She... Oh. That was the same area I saw the dark figure, may I add. There was another time in the middle of the day when out of nowhere, one of our light fixtures just dropped from the ceiling and broke. It wasn't loose or anything, but it just dropped. One night, my wife and I were watching the TV in the living room. Suddenly, a loud bang came from the kitchen, so loud, I would have assumed the fridge was knocked over if I hadn't seen it standing there myself. I looked inside the fridge, and nothing was in disarray. We both looked all over the kitchen and outside the house where the wall to the kitchen was, and there was nothing there that could have made such a sound. My oldest daughter was in her room during the afternoon one day and said she heard faint footsteps above her in the attic. It sounded like a running from a child, like it was playing. Occurring right after this, she heard a faint but clear call of her name from what she thought was her sister's in the living room. I remember her no, coming. I remember her coming from the living room to ask why her name was being called, but nobody was saying anything. She said the call was as clear as it would have been if it were yelled, but someone, but sounded only like a whisper next to her ear. This also reminds me of different time, including footsteps, my personal creepiest. I woke up around 4 a.m. in my room and heard footsteps go from the side of my bed, my wife was asleep on, to the bathroom door, and then nothing. I thought she had gotten up or maybe was sleepwalking, but when I turned, she was still there. At 6 a.m. when her alarm on her phone went off, her phone was by the bathroom door where the footsteps ended. These occurrences aren't frequent or violent enough for us to be seriously concerned, but we are all wondering what you all have to say. Any advice? Any comments? Does anybody have any information to shed light on this?
1: The blazes is on to get out of the
0: house. Yeah, like how creepy. And it seems like the oldest daughter is the one that, has the most experiences with someone calling her name or trying to communicate with her like through the shower drain up in the attic like it's weird
1: it's I so to say, weird props to them for staying in this fucking house because, especially after the whole footstep with the phone thing because that would have sent me it, right? right?
0: like what are the odds that the phone is exactly where he thought his wife was but she was sleeping the whole time
1: yeah no Creepy. that's too much
0: All right, Lil, what is your next story?
1: All right, so this is my last story that I have. It says, uh, things in my room move by itself. Is my room haunted? I live in Hong Kong, and there's a graveyard near my home. Recently, I've noticed something odd, but first, let me tell you about my bedroom to let you get an easier understanding of what's happening. I have a desk next to my bed, and between my bed and the desk was my school bag. On my desk, there is a computer and a table fan behind it. Last night, when I turned my computer off and was getting to bed, I felt very hot. I personally like to sleep in a cool room. Same. (laughs) So I turned on my table fan on the desk, and the table fan was facing me. When I turned the lights off and laid down on my bed, I heard some strange popping noises, but I was tired, so I didn't care about it and just went to bed. However, when I woke up, the table fan was no longer facing me, but it was moved to the left, and my school bag had fallen instead of being um, instead of uh, laying on the wall. I felt terrified, not because I am a coward, but because this already happened before. I checked my closet and room door. My closet only had clothes inside, and my door was locked last night, so no one could come in. I told my mother about this, and she told me she heard some guitar noises in the middle of the night and the sound came from my room I have no idea what is happening although I have a guitar in my room but it wasn't mine it was my brother's guitar and I don't even know how to play guitar <laughs> what should I do? is my house haunted or am I just sleepwalking?
0: Hmm. I mean obviously like sleepwalking is always if you want to like look into any possible way to debunk this but I definitely think it's paranormal
1: especially, I think so too especially, especially since- because I feel like you know, if you hear guitar in the middle of the night, you go to investigate it.
0: Exactly. Like, why the hell are you playing guitar in the middle of the night? What do you... Like, why? Exactly. But, um, yeah, like, that's, that's creepy. That's a creepy story. All yeah. right. My last story is titled Unexplained Smell. I was 11 years old when my grandpa died. On that day, my brother and I were in the living room playing games on our PC. Suddenly, I turned around and saw a pigeon standing on, our, on my window. In our country, that means something bad is going to happen. 30 minutes later, we got a call saying that our grandpa died. Me being that young, I didn't understand what was going on. Later, we got our, to our grandparents' house, and, I, and the moment I stepped in, I smelled something. It smelled like death. I saw my grandpa lying in the casket. His pale skin, his eyes were wide open. I stood there watching my grandpa's lifeless body. A few days later, my grandma was scared to death. She couldn't sleep in her room, so she slept in the living room. She claimed that she saw him. Maybe it was her imagination, or she actually saw him. One day, we were all sitting in the living room when my mom decided to ask her, Do you see him at night? Grandma replied, Yes, I see him every night. I am terrified to sleep in our bedroom because I could see him and he talks to me. My grandparents slept in that room 61 years, and that was a really big change for her. Everything she knew just disappeared. Let me tell you something about this house. The house is old, it was made from stone in 1958. Even in summer, it's a very cold place to stay. In the living room, she has three old paintings that are painted with dark colors that are actually creepy religious. She also has Mm -hmm. a furnace, so that's the only warm place in the house. She has this big hallway with this really old mirror that is so old, you can't even see your reflection. And at the end of the hallway is the attic. Turning left, it's Turning left, it's the kitchen and another scary hallway that is long that leads into another part of the house. That part of the house also has a big hallway and six rooms. All rooms are the same, but this one room was uncomfortable to me. The room itself was big, the ceiling was made of wood, the bed was in the middle of the was in the middle, and the next to the door was a big, scary wooden closet that I never opened. Why is that room uncomfortable for me? Because that's where my grandpa died. And whenever I enter that room, my hands are shaking like crazy. And I smell this exact smell I smelled three years ago in that exact room where my grandpa had died. I'm convinced that he's still roaming around the house, especially around those six rooms.
1: Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of sweet.
0: Yeah. And it, but it's weird because... I'm thinking that even if they didn't notice this before, there must have been other paranormal activity there because they have so many old items there that I feel like could enhance, like, the paranormal activity, like three old paintings. The um, mirror. The mirror that's so old you can't even see reflection. And I think we talked about this on one of our episodes about haunted objects where there's a theory that, um, that mirrors hold in spirits and, like, yeah. can, like, attract more energy. So, yeah. I just thought that was a creep. And then the, the idea of, like, the smell and being able to smell that smell from three years ago perfectly as if it were happening right in front of you. Yeah. But that concludes this episode of Just Ghouly Things Quarantine Spooky Story Special Episode 16. Ready for the socials, Lil? Let's do it. Instagram. Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Personal Instagrams at Rebecca Ruber and... At Lily Valdeceri. Facebook like page. Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Our private Facebook group. Just Ghouly Things Podcast group. Um, our Patreon that you can donate to. Just Ghouly Things Podcast. And if you or someone you know has a paranormal experience that they'd like to share on the show, just email us at... JustGhoulyThingsPodcast at gmail.com Thank you so much, Boo. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to Boo tomorrow. Goodbye! Goodbye. Bye!